You're listening to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you this evening. I hope you're excited as well. I know that God has prepared something special for you, for each one of us this evening. I have something on my heart to share with you. It's not just a message that I've prepared, but it's actually been something that God has uh, dealt with me and um, I want to share with you tonight. Before we go into the message, there was a, a couple that uh, was married for many years. And wife, she asked her husband, honey, do you, rem do you remember what day it is? He's like, uh, no, it's just a regular day. The, it's a sunny day. Um, no, it's, uh, it's a sunny day. She's like, no, do you remember what happened 16 years ago on this day? He's like, well, I don't even remember what I ate for breakfast. And you expect me to remember what happened 16 years ago. And she's like, well, it's our 16 year anniversary and let's kill the goat and celebrate. And he's like, um, well, it wasn't goat's fault for that, for this, in this case, your aunt has to die because it was her fault that we met. <laughs> anyway. Praise God. So, the topic that I want to share with you tonight is called the purpose of the Holy Spirit. Not thanks, Nazar, to for the amazing graphic that he makes. I want to take two stories tonight and uh, <clears throat> break them down just a little bit with also sharing a little bit of my personal testimony. My first point will be uh, encounter with Jesus Christ. Now encounter with Jesus Christ changes your life. And I want to compare uh, two stories, Apostle Paul's story and Moses's. The way Apostle Paul uh, got converted into the Christianity was this. He was a very religious man. He was persecuting Christians, killing Christians because they believed that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. And so one day riding on his horse with his people to Jerusalem, he was uh, going there to kill Christians. Bright light shines on him and he falls on the ground and he meets Jesus Christ. And Jesus is asking him, why are you persecuting me? And he's saying, Lord, who are you and what will you have me do? He gets up being blind, goes uh, to Jerusalem. And from this point on, his life is completely transformed. Just one meeting with Jesus Christ. Now, the story of Moses goes like this. Moses uh, grew up in, in Egypt in a in a, in a rich house of the uh, pharaoh and then he saw how his uh, people were enslaved because he was a jew and jews were enslaved to egypt to egyptians at that time so he kind of felt the call in his life and he took the matters in his hands so he killed a guy because he was a beating on a jew and he did something wrong he was cast out he ran away for 40 years and after that, after 40 years passed, he encounters God. So he sees a bush that's been burned and not burned down. And he hears the voice of God is talking to him. And from that point on, his life is forever changed. He becomes a great deliverer. 
the same way uh, Jesus Christ met me in my life. I, I, I'm just going to go really quickly through my testimony. Some of you already uh, saw and heard my video testimony. But I grew up in a Christian family. My parents, they were pastors. And uh, because of the rejection of the society, uh, we were Christians. And it was considered some weird, like, American faith. And because it wasn't atheist or orthodox, we were kind of, like, emotionally and sometimes physically persecuted. Uh, and so because of rejection of the society, I felt very rejected in schools by my teachers and I rebelled against Jesus. I rebelled against Christian faith and whatever my parents did, I started to live in sin and I didn't know God at that time. I just knew that if this how my life is with God in rejection, I don't want it. But at one point uh, of my life, I was standing, before we moved to United States, I, would sta I was standing in church and I was um, thinking to myself, so why do they pray? Why do they worship God? What do they get from that? Why do they feel like the way they feel? Why can't I experience that? What is it? And I am, and I am telling God, God, if you're real, please do something right now. And at the moment, like everything switched and I experienced the presence of God like, like I have never experienced before in my life. The Holy Spirit's power just hit me at that moment, just crushed all the ice in my heart. And like I felt like I went underwater. It's weird, but I physically experienced the Holy Spirit. And he spoke to me at that moment and he told me, I am real. And I started to myself with tears in my eyes and I said, oh my God, you are real. From that moment on, my life was never, ever the same because Jesus Christ touched me. Amen. I'm sure you, all of you, maybe not all of you have your own testimony, the way you met God. But many people, they just stop at that point with uh, becoming a Christian and they don't go forward. They don't go forward with having a relationship, developing intimacy with the Holy Spirit, which comes my second point is relationship with the Holy Spirit changes you. So now when you meet God, it changes your life, but it's your choice to develop intimacy with the Holy Spirit so He can change you. When the Holy Spirit starts changing you, a few things happen. When, when you become closer to Him, spending time with the Holy Spirit, your character begins to change. The things that you didn't know about yourself begin to come up up front and you say and you kind of see yourself oh my gosh i'm a horrible person and the holy spirit reveals things to you your character becomes like he molds you into the character of jesus christ now another thing that happens is confusion lives and clarity comes many of us we're so confused in different areas of our lives we're confused about school, relationships, just like so much stuff in our heads that we don't even know how to sort it out or what move to take next. But this is when we spend time with the Holy Spirit in prayer every single day, clarity comes and the confusion begins to live. We, uh, now we know what step to take, what choices to make or the things that we were confused about. And another thing is uh, wisdom comes and your goals and dreams, they become alive. The way I met the Holy Spirit was not at the... The way I actually um, 
started to develop relationship with the Holy Spirit. It was not when I just became Christian and committed to God. Many years ago, I was sitting in my room and I uh, grabbed the book, Good Morning Holy Spirit by Pastor Benny Hinn. And that book just rocked my world. I was sitting, it was about 12 a.m. at night uh, in the morning. And I was sitting there and I was reading the book and everything became every word in that book became so alive to me that i felt the holy spirit's pre holy spirit presence in my room at that night uh, i even when i was reading i even had to turn my head and like i felt he was standing right there and he was revealing himself to me on a deeper level like as a person holy spirit is not a thing Holy Spirit is not an emotion or an experience that you experience. It's a person that can come and you can actually sense him physically. And at that day, I met him for the first time in my life. And I realized that this is what I want. I want to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Now, Moses, when he was in the wilderness for 40 years, I'm sure he was searching for God of his ancestors where are you and then he met him it was the process of his growth and then when apostle paul got converted into the christianity he started preaching but he did not enter into his calling like in the fullness of his calling right away he the bible says that he went from jerusalem and about 14 years if i'm not mistaken he spent away growing in christ and after that he came back in the fullness of his calling and he became a great apostle so moses becomes a great deliverer and apostle paul becomes a great preacher great apostle and till this day we read their books we know that every single person we have callings we have different callings upon our lives somebody is called to be a pastor somebody is called to be a preacher or a mother whatever it is but the purpose holy spirit has for you and his main purpose remains the same and this comes uh, to my third point the purpose of the holy spirit the ultimate goal and the purpose of the holy spirit is to expand god's kingdom on earth and to break the enemy's grip on people's lives to bring salvation to people so they don't go to hell this is why the Holy Spirit came to earth and he wants to reveal that goal that purpose that he carries he wants to reveal that to us not only our personal goal but his goal and that only happens when we develop relationship with the Holy Spirit when we develop the intimacy with the Holy Spirit now many times Many times in the Bible when we read about the Spirit, we find that uh, when the Spirit is mentioned, people got specific purpose. For example, Judges 3.10, we can put up the scripture. It says that the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, so he became Israel's judge and went to war. This is uh, one uh, person that became Israel's judge. It says that the Holy Spirit came upon him for the purpose. So he became, became Israel's judge, his calling, and went to war. And a war 
is for every single person that we need to fight against the demonic spirits. And the second scripture that I want to read is 1 John 3.8. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now the Holy Spirit, he came on this earth to destroy the works of the devil. Holy Spirit has a lot of, a lot of um, purposes in our lives. But the main purpose is to destroy the enemy and bring people to salvation. And tonight, I want to challenge you to take upon the purpose of the Holy Spirit for your life. Because He wants to use you. He wants to reveal that purpose so you take it as your own to destroy the enemy's work upon people's lives, upon your life and bring people to salvation. Now this morning I um, listened to one powerful message that touched me a lot and it was uh, Mel Bond. He actually came once to our church to preach. He's the guy God uses mightily in the gifts of the Holy Spirit and one of the gifts is um, discernment of spirits. He said this story one night he was um, he actually experienced chest pains for the longest time of his life for many years and so he was sleeping at night and he woke up because he had such a deep pain that he couldn't breathe like he literally thought that he might die that night and he opened his eyes out of the pain and he saw a demon putting his index finger on his chest and holding it and pressing it and so the Holy Spirit spoke to him right away he said rebuke that demon and command him to leave so he did right away he rebuked that demon and that demon left he saw him going away from his room actually and then the chest pains started to lift little by little and throughout uh, many years he said that the demon tried to come back with the chest pain but he said no I closed that door in Jesus name until that till this day he is now completely free from those pains and the demon has never came back to his life let's put our hands together for Jesus Christ now this is the purpose of the Holy Spirit to destroy the enemy's work upon our lives but we cannot do that. We cannot know and receive that purpose unless we know Him intimately. Unless we have relationship, daily relationship with the Holy Spirit. I remember how I started. Uh, I wanted to be consistent with my relationship with the Holy Spirit. I wanted to be consistent in my devotional times. Every, where every single day I come to Him and He speaks to me and I speak to Him and we have a relationship. And I couldn't do that for the longest time for whatever reason and I asked God you know what I, I can't I, I just can't give you 30 minutes it seems so much like I can't pray for 30 minutes but he placed on my heart and he said Lana you can do five minutes can't you and I like yeah I can definitely I can do five minutes and I started to close my room turn on light music and just for five to fifteen minutes spend time with the Holy Spirit and every single time I came in, he was there. And the key is inconsistency. Because you can't have a great relationship without consistency. It's like me hoping to have a great relationship with my husband, not seeing him uh, for weeks. That's impossible. You have to have that consistent time with the Holy Spirit. 
and that's where he's going to be growing your character and this is where he's going to be starting to reveal the purpose that he wants to he wants you to enter in and he wants you to have for your life he wants to remove all the confusion from your head all the problems that you're overwhelmed with he wants to take care of that and you have to allow him and start with little this is just a practical step and then he will reveal the purpose of his heart for this dying world to break the enemy's grip upon people's lives and bring salvation to people's lives and then and tonight I want to just challenge you to take that step daily with the Holy Spirit if you don't know him personally what I described how I met him in my room as a person not just as a feeling if you don't know that I want you to stop desi start desiring that you need to crave that relationship with the Holy Spirit and he will come because the Holy Spirit will never never just come randomly he wants to be invited he is a person he's not an intruder like the devil he wants to be invited and you have to want him and he will come and transform your life amen I want us all to rise on our feet tonight let's come to the front thanks for listening to this week's message from hungry generation stay connected with us on Facebook Instagram Twitter and snapchat by using at hungry gen stay blessed and we'll see you next week